The mill where we lived was an old place with many stories told about it, which was one of the reasons I loved it. First, its name, or I should say, names. The place was so old it had been called many things. Long before Grand Pierre brought me from Vietnam, it was called the Mill of Milan. The man who built it centuries before was so sad to be far from his home in Milan, an Italian city four hundred kilometers away, that he saved and saved until he could afford orange tiles to cover its roof and make it look Italian. Long after he died, the place was still called the Mill of Milan, Le Moulin de Milan. A bit of a tongue twister, and a word trick as well, since from the sound of it, this name meant not just the mill of Milan, but also the mill of a thousand years, le moulin de Milan, even though it wasn't a thousand years old, not nearly. So, we lived in a stone mill with a river on one side and a canal on the other. Some boaters called our canal. The water forgotten by time, since it sat in such a peaceful part of France, a part with more speckly stone walls and weeping willows than any other. Grand Pierre's name likewise meant many things, some having to do with the place where we lived, others with the man he had been. His given name, Pierre, was simply a name, the same as Peter for the English or American travellers who floated past our mill. But the part everyone put at the start of his name, the grand part, meant big, which was funny, since Grand Pierre himself was such a tiny man. Yet some people of our village told me his bravery had once been very tall. They said that this man, now no larger than I, had once been the tallest hero in our valley. Another thing about his name. Was that he lived in a part of France known for its stones? Everything was made of stone: the bakery, the arched bridges, the mill where Grand Pierre and I lived. Since the villages were surrounded by so many stones, in so many sizes, in so many shades of grey, they had many words for them, and the most common word for stone happened to be the same as his name, Pierre. And there was more to his name. Since these two words together, Grand Pierre, sounded very much like Grand Père or Grandfather, but even though he had this kindly-sounding nickname, some villagers, some of the same ones who told me he'd been a hero, referred to him as if they were almost scared of him. And though I was the one who knew him best, I didn't know anything about his war. If I asked him about it, he hardly said a word. To me, of course, the name Grand Pierre truly did mean grandfather, because he was the only family I had, although he and I were not strictly speaking related. I might have been born in Vietnam, but as far as my heart was concerned, I came only from him.